0: What up, what up, what up, y'all? Oh, my God. God damn. We're the brothers, Mike Hill made it. And Darth Hilius, bringing you the smoothest Game of Thrones content. Ooh, so smooth. You're listening to Tales from the Shadow, Shadow Tower. Brought to you by our friends at Van We're bringing you theories. Theories. Predictions. Predictions. Episode breakdown. Oh, that shit. Everything you want, we got it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our sexy voices. You're going to like what you hear, I guarantee you. Is crack a lacking everyone? Ayo, we are back with another installment of the greatest podcast that ever was or Ayo. will be about Game of Thrones Tales from the Shadow Town. Shadow Town, Tal- uh, brought to you by our friends of man gossip. We're just a couple guys being dudes talking about the things they like,
1: a couple of dudes being guys, just and that's Game about of Thrones. That is Thrones. And we're peak.
0: We are in peak Game of Thrones season, and the boys, the brothers, are in peak Game of Thrones form. This
1: is the penultimate episode the of the pen series. Ultimate episode, not the season, but of the series. Do this, you remember, is a, this is a big deal, guys. Do
0: you just remember thinking back to last year when we're just thinking, man, we're never gonna get to Game of Thrones. I can't wait. And then, boom, we got
1: the penultimate episode, and now we're almost done with it. We have, we have one more episode, guys
0: one more, and that's, then that's all we got, and then we got the the prequel, probably with the long night. But it's been a long, tumultuous journey, and I'm glad you guys were here to ride out with us. Honestly, and we got
1: the books to look forward to as well. Apparently, um, there's some news. Apparently, uh, George R. R. Martin has finished writing the books, from what I've heard. Holy fucking shit! No, we way. will see because Winds of Winter was supposed to come out like three years ago, mm-hmm. and still waiting on that. And if so, you listen to any we'll of our see. podcasts, especially
0: the uh, prophecies episodes. Yeah, you know, we pretty much missed what everything yeah. when it comes to this Basically
1: season. Basically every predict, at least everyone that I had this, this season has been wrong as fuck.
0: And to be fair, the way our endings the way we predicted the endings to be would be pretty I feel like would be pretty on par yeah, if it no, if the long night had mm-hmm. a
1: little bit more implications possibly, but Yeah, the, the, our our predictions would be more in line with the book, even though I yeah, still wait
0: for the books. I think we got I think we got hit on the yeah. head with the books.
1: Our our predictions are probably still really wrong yeah and also still too. probably terrible but they are at least what we were saying anyway as at least has more validity to it in the book i think anyway right, right. but we'll see when it, they come but out the
0: penultimate episode called the bells directed
1: by miguel shaposhnik the fucking goat miguel sapashnik yeah, he's this dude, um, he's pretty solid bruh. um someone someone give him a movie deal something he, you know You know it's coming. DC, he, you're in
0: Game of Thrones, and yes, DC. DC, you guys need to pick me up. Give this I dude a movie deal. Decent, but I heard it was too I haven't seen it yet, though. Me neither. I've heard it was decent. Um, but just just to kind of start off with this, what would you rank it? Uh, initial watch and rewatch. What, what do you? What do you? What do you got for it?
1: Now, see this episode, I had a lot of mixed feelings. That I don't. This is this is one of the episodes. I don't think I've ever had so many different emotions and feelings towards an episode as I have with this one
0: that's how I felt about the last episode
1: and which is crazy because I've heard that from a bunch of people that this last episode they well not this past episode but episode 4 was the one that they had a bunch of bunch of uh, hesitations or reservations about and didn't really know what to feel and I thought it was awesome I I gave it a 10 so so for me the last
0: episode it ranked definitely the worst episode so far this season and I I can argue that was probably the worst episode of the whole series for me, but you gave it a ten. So what about this episode made it better for you than the last episode? But what about this episode? Yeah. What did you like more, or what didn't you like more about this episode that makes you think this is a worse episode than the last episode?
1: You know what? Honestly, I think it's more of just I was just overhyping it. It's really I think that's what it I came told down you, to. Man, you can't be overhyping was, this shit. I was just. Overhyping the fuck out of it because it is the penultimate, and I'm thinking, all oh, this shit's about to get crazy," and shit, shit did get crazy. Shit was crazy. Yeah. Shit was crazy, but I mean, we'll 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 get it. We'll get well, into it as, as we're going as see, we're going. Well, for
0: me, this. I just want to kind of touch on it just for me because mm-hmm. I gave it initial watch 8.5. Um, I thought it was way better, obviously, than the last episode. But after the rewatch, I honestly give it 8.9. I thought it was a pretty good episode, just to be honest. And I know it's a pretty polarizing episode, like we were Very saying.
1: Polarizing.
0: But for me. The reason I didn't like the last episode is just because when the Danny slander train began, I just didn't understand where it came from, like not where it came from, but why it's happening. And once I accepted, that's the reason I didn't like that episode because I just didn't understand why it was happening.
1: I think that's what it was. I think what it came down to is that I still hadn't accepted the Danny slander until this episode. So (laughs) after that
0: episode, it was pretty clear. All right. Well, she's obviously going to burn King's Landing to, to the ground. It's pretty much over. She's already, in my mind, after seeing the episode, like, all right, it's over. So I accepted what was going to happen this episode. So when I saw it and I saw how it played out, I was very, I was very
1: happy with the episode. Which, I mean, they set it up for you for, for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And when she finally breaks bad and goes full Mad Queen, like, we, we'll, it, was, it was it was set up for you the whole time.
0: Which is why I accepted, which is why I think mm-hmm. this episode was better. Just because, all right, they this this is the direction they're going to go with. And this is how they executed it. And I
1: was happy with the execution. Uh, yeah. Of the I, plan. Think, I think. Was
0: Good job, man. It's
1: um, terrific. Job. I, I think you, you, you nailed it on the head. I think that's what it was. I just hadn't accepted the fact that they were going this way until it happened. And then I'm just shook. Right. So just getting right. I am right, shooketh. Just
0: get, <laughs> I think everybody was shooketh, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but getting right into the episode, if you notice actually in the beginning of it, I don't know if they showed, showed this in any of the other uh, opening credits, but you see the dragon burning something down. I believe mm. you called you, you said it was a wall. Now,
1: I think... I do believe that. I don't that, remember seeing that. I think they showed that in the first Maybe. episode. I mean, I have, we have, have to go back and look at that. One. I think they showed that in the first episode. And I want to say it's Viserion burning down the wall. But... It very well could, could be. be Drogon, could be, down yeah. Red Keep, and King's Landing. Yeah, so that's could, what I was like, oh, well. It could very well be either.
0: So I'm thinking, off the jump, all right, bet. So <laughs> this is yeah. pretty much curtains <laughs> for, uh, for old King's yeah, Landing. Yeah, uh, pretty it's much. a sweep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, one thing I wanted to point out also, I'm kind of excited what the opening credits are going to be in the last
1: episode. Yeah, that is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to obviously,
0: King's Landing is burnt to Yeah, Chris. as you
1: guys know, King's Landing um, got burnt to hell. So I, I, I wonder how that uh, how that final opening scene how the final opening is going to going to look it's probably going to be cool but
0: we get into the first scene um, and Varys is obviously writing his betrayal letter yeah
1: this dude is, is um, plotting hard
0: and one of his little birds walks in and says she wouldn't eat
1: yeah so now are we meant to take that as they were trying to poison oh, her oh Varys that's what I okay cuz I wrote that down Varys was definitely trying to poison yeah, right. her yeah that's that's what I thought cuz he he just that she just came in mean. he's a,
0: i swear he he
1: moves this, quick this dude is He's, he's quick he's, yes. with it. He he's, um, he he put his mind to something and he is on top of it.
0: I mean, he says something along the lines of uh, "bigger the risk, bigger the reward," and
1: sends his little bird on the way and tells him tells her to be careful. And the next scene, we do also have... we do see this girl multiple times throughout the episode. Do we? Yeah, hmm. yeah. We keep an eye on that, people. Yeah, we, we see her at least four or five other times after this. During the episode, trying to get in, trying to get into King's Landing and, mm-hmm. and whatnot.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Um, but John arrives and Varys obviously is able to greet him first. And Varys does all he can to convince John of why he needs to be on the throne.
1: Right. And again, right off the bat, Varys is like, Hey, yeah, uh, he had to get to him first. Yeah, we we're like, Hey, he, uh, at he least he's, we, he's trying. We need you to, um, rethink your position on not being the king and
0: he, he brings up that quote that we mentioned last podcast about the targaryen coin flip uh-huh. which i'm kind of glad how they 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 brought that into the episode and it was uh every time every time a targaryen is born the gods flip a coin and the world holds holds the breath to see what side it lands on and he says something along the lines of i'm not too sure how hers will end
1: but i'm pretty sure how yours will which i think that her coin was flipped to the side of good this entire time up until this last season. episode, yeah. essentially last episode, essentially, yeah, essentially last episode when that coin got flipped, turned upside down and now she's we know where she's at. Yeah.
0: And then John obviously again denies the throne again. And, and I think John's yeah. fucking two faced first and foremost, because all he says is that's my queen. I love her. And, th- and, and he has a chance to kind of help her out essentially mm-hmm. just lets her fucking descend descend into madness. Like I said last episode in the podcast in Murphy's Law, if he's the only one that can pull her out and mm-hmm. he obviously drops the ball.
1: Yeah, he's, he's had multiple chances to to save her, to to essentially save her and save King's Landing and he blew it. And now, but again, you got to remember you know nothing, Johnson.
0: Oh my God, this dude's like, who's worse, Gendry pulling up after one night, or John not just getting that this chick is? You need to do this.
1: <laughs> you know what? It's probably John because he's he's been here. Like, right, he's, he, he's been here. He's been, he, here.
0: he's been here. He's been in the cha- he's been in the championship team. Gendry, he gets the pressure.
1: Gendry just got there and just figured out. What, what, Being, what he barely knows how to use a
0: fork, so how does he know how to be a lord? John, yeah. you've been a lord commander. Yeah. You've been a king.
1: You're about to be another king. Like you're exactly. born for this, dude. Get it, get it, get over yourself, bro. Get get it together, it's bigger dude. than you, man. It's bigger than you. You heard that. Um, right?
0: and then the next scene, we get the Danny, the first Danny
1: Tyrion meetup. Homegirls looking <sighs> rough,
0: and it, it breaks my
1: heart rough. because yeah. again,
0: everything that's happened again for the season. My only qualm really is I don't get the Danny descending the madness thing. I. Just from where she was and where she comes but that that's just me
1: having my, that's my own personal issue um, the only way that I can for me anyway that I can explain that is that she's been dealing with this inner madness in her since the very beginning of the series and we've seen her on different occasions even in Karth when she said she would burn cities to the ground she specifically said it then in season two but we've seen her in season one when Viserys gets gold dumped on his head no no reaction um, when she takes out the Masters of Astapor, she just stands there looking triumphant as fuck. She looks, she look like a badass. I understand. I I, I agree with that. You're all right. of this stuff has kind of been built up, and then coming her coming to Westeros was that first domino that falls, and then after that, everything else just falls and down. I with I, it. I see that, but I just don't understand. I,
0: what you were saying with you know the Masters of Assapor, how she was cold faced when her brother got killed. Um, those were you know, different situations. Yeah, those are like those a situation are I, I wanted to yeah. bring up. Remember when she got kidnapped by the Dothraki? Mm-hmm. Um, but instead instead of, you know, firing blood to these people when they were pretty much telling her she's gonna be in uh what is in the Doth Kleen? doth Kleen. The, the Dosh Kalleen forever. And she she the the main call was like your mother of nothing, a millionth of your name. Instead of you know bringing fire and blood to the whole Dothraki nation, she rallied them behind her cause and showed them a better way. So if we get this, Danny, I don't understand how it just flips that much. But um, again, that's my own personal
1: issue. Um, it's just betrayal after betrayal after. And that's what after which is terrible a decision. Segue
0: because Danny, when initially when they meet, Danny and Tyrion, uh, Danny says someone has betrayed me. Tyrion yeah. looks and says yes. Yeah. John Snow. I'm like, come on! How you know John Snow? Like, he loves you.
1: But then, as we go, th- as we go through yeah, the dialogue, yeah, and then he's she like, pretty much like surmised this whole
0: situation in like in two and seconds. And
1: she fucking nailed it. Yeah, pretty much like, yeah, that <laughs> she, happened. Yeah, that, that happened. happened. Oh, that oh yeah, that happened. did happen. Oh, that, did happen. Oh, that did happen too. Dang. Oh shit. It's yeah. like
0: Danny was writing this whole episode or something. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Um, but yeah she pretty much surmised everything in two minutes and hit everything on the head yeah she pretty much does uh, happened and one thing I like one quote that I, I wanted to point out it was yes she trusted you to spread secrets about your queen and you did yeah you oh, yeah you yeah, didn't you let, you didn't her, let down. her down uh-huh. I was like dang like she put she teed up exactly what Sansa was gonna do which again shows you exactly how much how little fingery she is uh scheming because like Barry said, information is power, and you see Sansa's not the same yeah. girl you grew up with. Sansa,
1: you. she she realized she realized that knowledge is power, and she used that little that little bit of that little bit of information that she got from Tyrion, not from Tyrion, from John, to spread dissension amongst her Dany's ranks. ranks. Yeah. and it fucking worked. And
0: Tyrion says something along the lines of, "You know, we had our we had good intentions," and she, then he says something that pretty much every Lannister says, and it's it doesn't matter now. Yeah. Nope,
1: it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, to him. we we hear that a lot from uh, from the Lannisters here in this episode.
0: In mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, the next scene, y- you hear, I believe, it's Varys again writing his betrayal letter, and they this is when they actually come from. Um, and they knew he, he yeah, knew yeah, that he, he knew it was coming. Yeah. He heard the
1: footsteps of yeah. like, oh well. No, I've heard this, this time. Let me go ahead and burn this and take off my shit. And so. they,
0: they take Tyrion down to the docks area or some. I don't know where fucking area. Oh yeah, they take Varys down mm-hmm. to some the docks area. I don't really know where the hell they're at. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's pitch black. So you can't really see anything. But Tyrion, anyway. he goes, he you know, he comes up to him like a man and says, "I want, I want you to know it was me. I'm the one who snitched on you, yada yada." And
1: and that's very similar um, to um, back in season four when Varys was taking oh, the stand yeah. against Tyrion. Yes, and was. Oh, I was, forgot about that. Was telling him was yes. was telling the court about the truth about what what uh, Tyrion was doing. Mm-hmm. But this time uh, Tyrion wasn't able to tables, uh, wasn't able to the, save Varys like the way Varys saved him. Yeah, the
0: turntables, right? Uh-huh. Tables. And then we get the execution scene, and again, just like
1: Danny said to Varys, if you ever yeah. betray me, I'll burn you alive. And she did not disappoint. Yeah. Both of, both of them were true to the word. He he looked her in the mm-hmm. eye and said, "This yes, is Yes, he did do that. And then the next episode, she looked him in the eye and burned him alive.
0: But this execution scene for me was super dope, just because it was because it was like Belaying the Black Dread come again. Like yep. you could not see Drogon, this dragon
1: at all. Drogon looked terrifying, and like when they, the way they shot it, you could see, you could see, um, v- not Viserion, Jesus. Drogon, like, kind of in the background, the, the remnants yeah, of his you could, shadow. You could yeah. see, like, his scales, kind of in the background. You could, you could see that there was something moving back there, and then you see his head poke out above Danny's head, and like, that's fucking terrifying.
0: And John ja kind of notices her at this point, is like, is thinking,
1: "Yo, yeah, like, what's going maybe on you're a little bit off the
0: hinges. You're not feeling well. I don't know what he it does, is, but you, he does give her the sideways. She the didn't sideways. have any
1: type of react again. No, no reaction. Just stood there. Dracarys. Again, again
0: where she has come now from this season and what the writers have done to her character, I mean, do you blame her?
1: No, not at she all. Has,
0: now she has betrayal in her ranks. She has treason in her ranks. How, else, how would, should she be happy? Of course she's gonna give Stoneface
1: fire and blood. Also, I guess this is also a good time to bring this up. So um, last season, we were all on the train that there was somebody in her camp who betrayed her, but that never came out in season seven and it just comes out now that Varys is the one who betrayed her. So but you're
0: saying there was a traitor before this Varys betrayal?
1: I mean, I think so. Because how else would they have been ambushed by, by uh, the Iron Fleet? Not only once. Yeah, twice. Not twice, but thrice? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. They, got, they got ambushed by them three times. In in two seasons, like how, do you think maybe did...
0: Benioff and Wise forgot that they were going to add that betrayal? Because they were hitting heavily at that mm-hmm. last season mm-hmm. that Varys was going to be that. You think they maybe Which... forgot and they wanted to bring it back later on? Because that's maybe. how I that's how I thought Euron was you know ambushing them to begin with. Like how else would they? How else would they know they're going to Casterly Rock? And you know what I mean? Mm, how, exactly. how else do they know? Danny's whole fleet was going to be in that, in that day. Exactly. Like, and like,
1: how did they know to pull the same move that Rob pulled on Jamie mm-hmm. at whispering Wood? Like, exactly how, how did they, they, they would, they would have had, they would have had they, to have known that they were going to Castley rock so they could move all their shit to high garden. So we'll, we'll just skip over that yeah, for we'll just now. We we'll can skip over that for
0: now. Um, and then the next scene we get is John and Danny. And this is a very important, but oh, before that, I believe we get it's uh gray worm and Danny kind of talking
1: yeah, we about Missandei. But actually, um, before we get to that scene, um before Varys gets gets fried, he says, um, he says, I hope I deserve this. Truly I do. I hope I'm wrong. Well, turns out you weren't wrong, motherfucker. Yeah, you were right. You, you were you were right the whole time.
0: Like you were saying, he had good intentions, yeah, but he, went about it the wrong way. His execution could have mm-hmm. been a little better.
1: A little I mean, and even still, it's not like he was really from what we've seen anyway. It's not like he was doing anything really bad in the background. Oh, I'm gonna say, what do you mean bad? He was trying to kill, kill yeah, well, my queen. Yeah, not until <laughs> not until this episode. Well or last episode. But up until then, he hadn't really he, he's been doing everything. He said he's been fighting for the realm to try to get the right person on the throne. And Danny was that right person Danny until was that right person three episodes yeah. ago. Until uh, everything went You know what's wrong funny
0: now that I think about it, remember I remember in our predictions episodes episode it was there's no way this can be a big deal john being danny's aunt and right or danny being john's aunt and there's no way you know and
1: another thing we got wrong though.
0: yeah i and I, I can't believe this is this is essentially the wedge that drove her into that. this the, the initial start also, I, I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal because they're gonna marry anyway why does it he was gonna be a king anyway if they marry
1: Mm-hmm. but also at the same time at least from his perspective that is a very tough hurdle to jump over, going from, oh yeah, this is the love of my life to this you is know, two aunt. weeks later to finding out, oh yeah, that's my I aunt's.
0: understand that. I yep. understand that. But okay, let's But again, say, you have
1: to take circumstances into account here. All right. The circumstances
0: so, are, are here, they're laid out for us. Yeah.
1: But still But still, John. You're gonna be a yeah. king anyway, John.
0: Who else would you marry other than Danny at this point? You're the two strongest forces. You guys need to unite to, to save the realm. So you need to. It's bigger than you, bro. You need
1: to yeah. suck it the fuck up and take it from the team. Unless he one hundred percent knew that he was gonna go up north beyond the wall after all of this was done, but like when he came back the first time, and he knew when all of this is done, he's just gonna go back. Well, of the first time when he came when after uh, the Battle of the Bastards, and he thought that after that he just gonna go back up north and chill fuck off and, and, and chill. Be like Thanos and, and hang just out. yeah, and just do it, whatever the fuck. Then yeah, okay, maybe. Well, but I mean, again. He's been named Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He's been named King of the North. People want him to be King of the Seven Kingdoms. You can't just go and fuck off somewhere. You gotta, you gotta step up, dude. You and gotta step up.
0: In the in this next scene, we get you know again John and Danny, and they have some good back and forth. Um, and again, John says you know he doesn't want the throne. He says something the lines of you know. I love you. You'll always be my queen. And Danny, they're back. Like I said, they're back and forth really good. I believe Danny says something along the lines of, "You know, I don't, I don't have love here. I only have fear." And John says, "I love you. Uh, You'll always, will always be, be my queen." queen. And Danny, re- you know, rebuttals and says, "Is that all I am to you? Your queen?" I mean, and she, she tries one they more. They try time. one more time. And again, John, this is the critical mo- critical moment yeah, for it, John this, because this really is. I mean, I don't want to say, you know, if it really irks you that much, okay, I understand, but. At this point, you understand what what lies ahead. If you don't,
1: nah, fuck that. If he if it irks him that much, then he should have nipped that shit in the bud back in Winterfell. Don't let boom, you don't, don't yeah. Don't let it yeah, don't, don't, don't let it carry yeah, out. Don't let long. this carry over. Yeah, um, don't let this carry over till now. this it's is only gonna be worse, there are two
0: decisions that could have been made to help everything out in this episode. This is John's decision right na- right here to let her just sing into madness because she needs someone there. If you notice in her throne room, there's no one there. She has no advisors. Mm-hmm. Everyone she knows is dead. And the only one that she still loves and has actual f- feelings for, John, has one, wants nothing to do with her. So this is she. She then quotes after this, "Fear it is," and then. Yeah, and she. Of course, we know what comes. She, she um, brought the
1: fear. She put on that yellow ring and, and.
0: At this, at this point, the the Danny slander campaign has been finished. Uh, this this is it because we all we all know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Pretty much. And then the next scene, we get Danny, Tyrion, Greyworm. Um, You know, she thinks she they're going they're going over the plan for the next day. Um, and Danny says something. She's like, "You know, Cersei thinks mercy is our weakness. Mercy is our strength. It's going to be the mercy for future generations." And that already sounds like a tyrant thing mm-hmm. to say.
1: And then, um, so I'm trying, I'm trying to get this uh, get this line right. Um, Daenerys says. Um, whose fault is it that? Um, oh yeah, she yeah, says something. Whose fault is it that they're under under? Well, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Their now. city's under a tyrant's yeah. grasp. Is, is that is that is that my fault? And then Terry in the media is like.
0: It doesn't matter whose. Doesn't fault it matter whose
1: fault it. it is. Like which <laughs> it's how we react. It, and it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Like, you came here like you said. You didn't come to, to here rid to the be, world of tyrants.
0: You know you didn't come here to be mother of the ashes, or what
1: it was it? queen queen of the ashes. Yeah, you're
0: not here to be queen of the ashes, which you are. Um. You know, mm-hmm. you came here to save these people. You're ju- you're you say your destiny was to to rid the world of tyrants and and it's crazy. Um and like I said, at this point she's gone full mad her. queen. Um she's she's not going to yeah. listen to anyone at this no, point. I think Tyrion no. kind of sees it. You know, um he he's had, trying to do anything he can to make sure this city doesn't get burned He down.
1: had that feeling in that first meeting that he, when he was talking to her, when she was looking like Aeris Targaryen. Mm-hmm. He kind of had that feeling that shit was gonna go bad, and then yes, yeah, he was scene, very nervous. That whole scene, this scene right here, walk It just pretty much like confirmed for him that okay, yeah, this is <laughs> and this is gonna go and bad. At, essentially, at this point, her initial job was to break the wheel. She's pretty much starting a whole other wheel. Well, I mean, she kind of did break the wheel, but not in the way that we wanted. How it did could, she break the wheel? Well, I mean, she just burned down King's Landing. She burned down the Red Keep. I mean you could just start over and I think John's go gonna break there.
0: the wheel next episode when Arya kills Danny.
1: Because he's gonna be here. like,
0: fuck it, I don't want the throne and he's gonna go make up North and there's gonna be no king on the Iron Throne. You heard it here. I'm just talking Ta- candidly. Talk <laughs> about
1: how about how about some crazy shit right here? So what if Daenerys kills John and then Arya, who's still in King's Landing, snatches up his face and goes to kill Daenerys? Ten foils fuck. As fuck.
0: Yeah, well, you know what you you can or you know what you can say about our predictions because we've probably hit two or three on the head and yeah, and I don't predict us getting the, hit anymore. The only
1: prediction that I think that I got right this entire season was in this episode when Danny was faced with the decision to break bad or not, and we she saw it happen. We saw what happened. Um,
0: Tyrion keeps re- reiterating to Danny, you know, if you hear them ringing the bells, call off the
1: attack, and that's the name of the episode.
0: Yeah, the bells. The bells. Uh, he he says this at least six or seven times yeah. So Danny. You know, pretty much anyone who li- he'd listen to him talk at this point.
1: Right, like, ring um, the bells. Don't attack.
0: And before before Tyrion, you know, exits the throne room, Danny tells Tyrion, you know, your brother was caught trying to get past our lines, and this for me is like one of the red flags. Of the episode I just don't get. I really did not think Jaime was going back to King's Landing. I didn't either. To be with Cersei, I've- I. Fully expected him to go back to King's Landing to murder this bitch. To susise this
1: bitch and straight suicise. No. No. And
0: no, not at again, all. like we mentioned before, you know, the Valonqar prophecy prophecy was never explicitly yeah. mentioned it's in only, the show. It's
1: a, it's a book so only I,
0: I was you know, if she didn't die that way, I understand. But the fact that Jamie went back I,
1: I was not expecting yeah, that. I I, I honestly I thought for either. sure. Oh, I'm, he's going back to kill this I'm one. I'm not gonna lie, like that that disappointed me a little bit. So it makes me go, go back to, to go the back last
0: episode. Why even have the whole Brienne scene? I don't I don't get if he was just going to the, the whole time go back to her no matter what. Why put everyone through the I guess the emotional roller coaster ride that is Jamie and, and Brienne?
1: I guess maybe it was it was he was also going through an emotional roller coaster and just didn't know how to process his true feelings because when he left Cersei he just left her saying, "I don't believe you," and then bailed. There, there was no closure or anything between the two. He mm-hmm. just bailed, and, and then he gets up with Brienne and yeah. finds out that, oh yeah, I, I do, I do like this chick. Like she's awesome. We get along. She's really good in bed. That's what's <laughs> up. And then he finds out that, oh yeah, um, by the way, Daenerys is about to go.
0: But he King knew Lady. what he laid it yeah. out for Cersei last season. What was going to happen? The dead win and you die, or the living win and you die. Either way. <laughs> So I don't understand, he knew this was gonna happen. Why, why is he like, oh, I gotta go back now?
1: You um, know, the, something that I, that I thought about earlier is the way it is for Brienne and, and Cersei. Brienne is Jamie's light. Everything good that Jamie can be is represented is Brienne. through Brienne. And Cersei is his darkness. Everything, that, that, everything bad about Jamie can be represented through Cersei. And every single time we see Jamie throughout the series, he will do something horrible to make us hate him. But then he'll have some type of redeeming quality, some type of redeeming quality or redeeming act or something that, that further develops his character to make him a great character. And then he just falls right back into being so with Tracy. then
0: So then what does this say about Jamie's character arc then? He went from Kingslayer to Golden Hand, the Just, to you know Oathkeeper to now falling back into the Kingslayer persona? I
1: wouldn't... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the, I guess he that's just, the that's that's just that's that's just his tragic story. He he couldn't get away from Cersei. It's a lot he, of tragic he, stories. He came in into this Thrones. world with Cersei, and he had to leave with Cersei.
0: Um, and then Man. um, like like we said, Danny tells uh, Tyrion that again. Jamie's caught, and she brings
1: up you, you know who Tyrion immediately he sees, and then immediately is like, all right, yeah, let me go, uh, let me go save this dude.
0: Yeah, and he, she says something like, uh, "If you fail me again,
1: it'll be the last time you fail me." Um, Very foreboding, which again, Jamie says this later, but this is for sure something that Danny... We'll find out about because Danny yeah. is super duper smart, and she she has all this yeah. stuff playing on her head. All she she got a little bit of little finger in her too. So that when, sounded weird, but <laughs> didn't she's got a a little bit of of that uh, that little finger mentality in her too. So she's also scheming and thinking about what's happening. It's I did a, write
0: down as soon as as soon as Jamie or sorry as soon as Tyrion went to free Jamie, this cemented Tyrion's death because yeah. it, it had to. Because if all right, let's say Danny didn't blow. Or blow the the city to shreds, right? Cersei would've been gone, and it would've been obvious to find out Jamie's also gone. So he's dead that way. Mm. Now this way is kind of you know he's gonna you know he she's gonna find out Jamie's missing, but it's not you know it's kind of hard to pin because they're both dead now.
1: Yeah, they're both. But caught in still a stupid
0: plan. Tyrion didn't have you know too many great ones. in um, really. the next scene we see refugees trying to enter the city. Um, and John and Traden roll up to uh, the battle line. And this again,
1: where we see um, that little girl that Varys was was talking to in the beginning. We see her see her with uh, some some older lady.
0: Mm. Uh, so I did yeah. not. I didn't. I've only seen her one time. I noticed mm-hmm. her any other time in the episode. Pretty cool. Uh, and the Hound and Arya roll up uh, to the soldier. Yeah, they
1: actually roll up right, like right behind them. You see, the, you see the little girl and the little, the woman that she's with. They're they're walking, trying to get in, and then you see the Hound and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Arya. and Arya walk up. They, he just and like move, bitch, and the, like moves right the way, and, and they keep on going. And
0: The soldier says, uh, or the the Hound Arya says, "We're here. To, we're here to kill the queen." And the soldier's like, uh, "Well, I gotta talk to my captain." Like, go talk to him. All right, man. cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, get click, out click, the way, click, motherfucker. Click, click, click. Yeah, right. Let's keep on going. Yeah, sick fucking security they got going on in this battle camp. Uh-huh. Um and then we get we do get the uh next scene with Tyrion and Jamie. You do a little bit of comedy beforehand because yeah, Tyrion t-
1: speaks some terrible Valyrian. Ter- like he has been butchering this language for Four seasons now, three seasons now. About three seasons, I'm pretty sure. Like you would think that he would maybe pick up something a little bit, a he's little a, bit. He's a clever dude because he's 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 hanging around Daenerys, he's hanging around the unsully, he's around them. You would think he'd pick up something. Masande could help him, could help right? him out a little bit. And and one of the Doegetti
0: no. says, uh "Bro, we speak yeah, the we, common tongue." <laughs>
1: oh, 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 all right, cool, thanks. Yeah, man.
0: well, uh, let me go see the prisoner, yada yada. And Tyrion says something along the lines of, "Well, unless Danny gave you that order, I'm pretty sure I out <laughs> I yeah. outrank them by quite by a lot. quite
1: a lot." Which is true? Yeah,
0: and the you know the Dobie Gays look at each other and mm. they're thinking, yeah, checks right. out. Yeah, checks out. Makes <laughs> sense. Peace. I'm going to um, sleep now. And then we do get this very touching scene with Tyrion and Jaime. Uh-huh. Um, one thing Their I wanted to point out, together. yes, yes, uh, and you can tell it's emotionally jarring uh-huh. for Tyrion because he actually starts crying when they're hugging. Yeah, because
1: um, Jaime has pretty much resigned himself to that. He doesn't really care. He's just kind of yeah, he chilling. knows he's, he's going. He's Tyrion knows
0: there's not you know there's a better way. But actually, to kind of rewind, actually, um, right when Tyrion gets here, he talks to Davos about uh, I need a favor of you. And was that favor for him to set that boat up where they initially went in?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because you would think, I was thinking maybe okay, you're you're the you're the best smuggler. I'm thinking okay, he obviously he's gonna try try to to smuggle some somebody into King's Landing. But then, only thing that we see is just that boat. Just that boat. So was Davos was Tyrion
0: setting up or having Davos set up the escape route for Tyr- for uh, Jamie and, and Cersei?
1: You know what I don't know because I think that's what the the favor was. Cuz why would that would, that wouldn't really make sense though because if unless Davos took two boats with him and then left one on the on the shore and then peaced out then that doesn't really make sense for him to like take a boat and then what he he swam across blackwater back to
0: I assume they might have taken two boats. I'm not too sure. But that's why I assume
1: if, the favor was. May, may, I mean, I, I would assume that too. May, maybe we'll find out more about it in the next episode.
0: I um, it, but but we'll still, I, I still can't believe, like after this back and forth Tyrion and Jamie has, that You know, Jamie's still like, fuck it, I'm going to go and die with her. And Tyrion's just like, it doesn't have to He's be like, that way. Why? Man. It makes no sense. It like, makes no sense. Your character arc makes no sense to you go back. <laughs> Tyrion sees it. God damn it. Um... But one thing I thought Tyrion's was cool about this scene too, this entire is Tyrion is returning the favor of Jamie saving his life. Mm-hmm. I, cool. It yeah. all comes full circle. It all, it That's one come, thing. Yeah. This this fucking show does come full circle. It does. Um, and then one, one funny quote from that I wanted to point out. It was, you know, because Tyrion points out doing this is going to pretty much submit his death. And, you know, Tyrion says, you know, maybe, you know, Danny will show mercy to the person who helps her uh, save the city from all this, this bloodshed.
1: Uh mm. yeah, good no, good idea. No, you. You're wrong again, dude. <laughs> there's a lot of bloodshed, and now you're gonna die.
0: You're a terrible judge of character,
1: <laughs> which I don't I don't think he is. I think he just everything about the everything when he was in Westeros, everything that he did worked out. But he tried to apply Westerosi logic to, to shit that was happening in Essos. Essosi logic, logic, Essosi associate something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to apply that logic over there in Essos in and w- we, number, we saw the results of yeah. all that. Um. And then what I do what I think is that he tried to integrate the two together and then when he comes back to Westeros, it's still in that mindset, but instead of thinking of things how they were in Essos, he's think instead of thinking about he, he pre- pretty much switched. When he was in Essos, he was thinking about how things were working in Westeros. Then he comes back to Westeros and think mm-hmm. about how things working right. in Essos. And all that stuff just, clearly, it's backfired.
0: So the next scene we do get is kind of the
1: start of the battle scene.
0: And it pans over the Iron Fleet. And one thing you can obviously see is these scorpions
1: are fucking are huge. massive. They're huge. You know, they are strapped up. They're huge. And they are ready to go. You think they might be a problem. Yeah, you would think, cause they 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 give you the setup, thinking, yeah, we're we're about to come under attack. Well, we got they're about all to the, get some smoke to these dragons, yeah, but we not got all really. this shit ready for and you. And meanwhile, when no, they're going back and forth
0: um, behind Arya, make it into this chaotic scene of what is now yeah. the Red Key. People know the dragons are coming. Uh, it's a scramble in King's Landing, and
1: yeah, the gate the gates are closed now. So. There's there still a ton of people outside mm-hmm. of of the Red Keep. who The were, Northern Army shows caught. up to
0: the gates of the Red Keep. And Tyrion again repeats, if the bell sounds, that means they've surrendered.
1: Name the episode.
0: Again. Um, again, we get a lot of panning over in the city. You see, you know, the also, chaos. Really quickly,
1: I would think that he would have mentioned that to them beforehand. And I I, I feel like this, this shouldn't have been the first time that that was mentioned to John Yeah, and well Dallas.
0: they I feel like it probably wasn't cuz they didn't show the war count the pre-war counts with me like they normally would. Yeah, I would
1: I would hope to god that. Oh yeah, Tyrion, hey, Tyrion told me. Oh them, yeah, guys, oh, by, by the way. way,
0: if we hear if you hear the bells, they surrendered. Got it. All right, cool. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> um and like I said, back, during the whole time uh while the battle is getting set up, it pans all over King's Landing. You see the anarchy that ensues in Susan there. There's nothing but chaos um, everywhere. Absolute anarchy, chaos. It's 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 madness. And you see uh, Cersei looking out onto King's Landing, and you see, you notice just how big the city is. And it one is cool it. thing, if you look in the distance, you either see what is, is the, that the remnants of the dragon yeah, pit. Is that, that the dragon pit that we see? Or right it's here? the remnants of the Sept of Remembrance. And if you remember, the Sept of Remembrance is actually what Maegor the Cruel burned down um, early in his reign during the Faith Militant when they were they were a big problem.
1: Now was the sept when it, when the remember of uh, the sept of remembrance when it was burned down did they raise the sept of baylor and its spot or just
0: that i don't know looking yeah. back on the second my initial watch i thought it was a sept of remembrance but a- after the second watch i was thinking oh that's just probably the dragon pit yeah,
1: I, but I, we're here to give you yeah. some
0: cool facts if uh, cuz then we know you like that shit cuz you do um and like i said it's going back and forth back and forth and uh you see the hound arya they barely make it into the yeah, maypoles
1: hold barely Vos. make it
0: and like I said, it's absolute madness. They actually um before getting in, the the mount the mom and the daughter that the hound shoves away are sees like at least twelve times throughout the mm-hmm. city trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Um but the battle fucking ensues and if you look kinda in the sun yeah. You can see maybe a dark spot, and that's like the outline of Drogon. So you can just imagine how high up Danny was in in the beginning.
1: And also, you see uh, before that, you see uh, the Golden Company. They're they're out there. They're yeah, strapped. They're, they're 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 ready to go. You think they're gonna be a problem? Yeah, you I get. You would think so. I mean, she just paid basically however a lot of fucking gold the mon- for the not money shit. that she took from Highgarden was used to pay off her debts and also buy these twenty thousand cell swords. Like the the best the best cell swords. In the entire world. This is
0: essentially like the Nick Batum, Marvin Williams contract the Hornets are currently stuck in.
1: Like, all that money for no fucking reason. the for no goddamn
0: reason. (laughs) Um, And then, off the rip, one thing that's obvious to notice is that these scorpions are really fucking hard to aim and take forever to aim. Yeah. Which brings me back to my qualm from last episode. If Danny's able to avoid these scorpions this much and it's that hard to aim, how does... Euron go three for three on Rhaegal.
1: The only thing that I can even begin to try and to try and explain that away is just the fact that Rhaegal didn't have a rider. Okay, and I understand that. That is the only thing I can I can say because other than that, I get I don't fucking know. Because
0: but that last episode kind of helped us to indicate or implied that these fucking scorpions are going to be a big deal, and as we see, these things ain't shit.
1: Ain't shit because. So
0: why did Rhaegar have to die?
1: For uh, I don't know if, if if John was riding him, that have why wasn't there.
0: John riding him? Why did Regal have to die? Because what I want to know is, or what I'm thinking is, if Regal didn't die, if we talk about this a little bit. If Regal didn't die, do you think Danny would have descended to, to Mad Queen? Regal would have died, and Masande still would have or would
1: have lived, and Masande still would have died. Do you still think she would have gone to Mad Queen? I do think so. I I think. Rhaegal dying was just another, an, another cherry on top of the shitty cake that's that was about to go down. But the final, I think the final straw for Daenerys deciding to go full Mad Queen was Masande getting her head chopped off, and then John had the chance. Like she she was fully in in with the whole Mad Queen bit, and John had the chance to pull her out and bring her back to the side of light. But I just think,
0: up. I just think that if. If
1: Rhaegal would have died, then Masande would have died. You know,
0: at least she still would have had one for you know her kids, her mm-hmm. children. Um, and obviously, you know, she, I just don't think if she had another dragon with her, she would have just gone that crazy on the city. Because obviously, th- what I wanted to point out was I was all on board for Danny going Mad Queen. I said, "Fuck it, burn it down after they killed Masande." But the reason I was kind of leaning that way is just because I assumed this battle would have been a little more equal than yeah. <laughs> than a lopsided bitch. Yeah, it or.
1: wasn't it, was, it wouldn't be a one-sided but slaughter.
0: Anyways, but she flames she flames the entire iron fleet. She flames every single battleman there is.
1: Like this shit's light. Like she though. she she comes in like a fucking bat out of mm. hell and just immediately just it flames was, everything. Like she's and been it, riding
0: for fucking 50 years like they're
1: they're, they're they're trying to hit her. They they're they're, they're taking they're taking close. shots. But no but no. Um, she and then takes you hear, her the Iron Fleet and then, like you said, immediately to the battlements and then
0: And we get to the to the gates of King's Landing and um you see the Iron the I'm sorry, the Golden Company and you just start hearing explosions in the background. Um obviously very foreboding me. Yeah,
1: I, I remember um when we were uh watching this, I was thinking to myself, like with all that explosion shit going in the background and then it pants to uh the Northern Army and, and Golden mm-hmm. Company, I'm like don't they hear all that shit in the background? Mm-hmm, like, and then obviously drug and then of course, yeah,
0: comes ripping through the through the front gates, and
1: again makes light work of the Golden Company. So so much for these fucking guys. Yeah, because uh, he bo- bottlenecks, drug on bottlenecks the Golden Company. And then right after that, here comes the army, and, and they then are
0: one scene I did want to point out was the scene of the horse getting vaporized. It like gets hit from the side and goes flying, and is <laughs> immediately just freezes up i'm i was thinking man that's some great acgi because that looked real as fuck yeah um and then <laughs> and then harry
1: strickland harry this i was expecting right? some some badass shit from this dude this dude didn't even get off a sword swing before he, he went out like a bitch before he turned tail and bailed and then that just was worse stabbed than in the back. The
0: back. yeah that was wor- he you crossed no and never in a fight it. in this war and you didn't even swing a sword bro where are you running to? I These two are on horseback. Greg, Stand and
1: fight. This is the first time they've had a fight against a dragon. But mm-hmm. even still, and one thing I wanted to point out mm. is that there are
0: still a lot of Dothraki left. Um, yeah, there really are a decent amount. I thought, like I was thinking, I was imagining there to be less than five thousand, but they're, they're still going strong.
1: Yeah, I was. I was gonna give. An an optimistic number of ten thousand soldiers altogether, but they clearly only lost about half, so which was still way more than yeah, so more, than even, yeah so clearly, more than what they needed. So clearly,
0: obviously, Danny only needed one dragon, um, because this was this was very so very easy. Basically, for Danny
1: when she came over um, to Westeros was the Golden State Warriors at full strength, and then during this battle, it's basically just Steph and Clay out here just spraying threes at a high clip. Draymond, KD who else boogie all them dudes gone they they're out they're they're out for the, for the series but clay and, and stuff are just pulling up from 40
0: so meanwhile this happens uh cersei's watching all this from the red keep unfold kyberin comes in and you know tells cersei um hits her with a couple hard truths mm-hmm. and saying you know, babe your your fleet is gone uh there are no more scorpions left i mean that's pretty much whole plan and
1: Literally everything <laughs> that Cersei says, the opposite is happening.
0: Yeah, like Ray like, keeps the the safest place in the city. Bitch.
1: Wrong. <laughs> the Golden Company will fight. Yeah, the fight Crips, for us. no safer place. <laughs> the Golden like, Company
0: is going to keep fighting. Bitch,
1: our, our our Lannister soldiers will fight harder than any sellswords could ever. They just wrong. gave up. <laughs> they just dropped their swords. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrong.
0: Absolutely crazy. But while she was saying this, she knew she was just keeping a strong face. But I think at this point, obviously obviously she's like, uh, well, cause a lot of times with her, mistake. she, cause she always has something up her sleeve.
1: Yeah. Cause a lot of times whenever she says that something's going to happen, a lot of times the best, like a lot of times she, she speaks power to truth. of What's going to mm-hmm. happen. And this time she's, you could, you saw it. She was trying to do it. Yeah. But and no. No. she's trying to, no. spe- she was trying to speak it into existence. Her, yeah. her time had run out.
0: And then this, this next scene is the, is the heartbreak of the whole damn series. Um, you see the forces; they meet in the streets. You see the the northern army with the do, with the um, with the dovagetti's, and they meet the Lannisters in the street. Um, and then, right when that happens, Danny lands on some building, uh, kind of close to them. And yeah, it looks like
1: one of the battlements that she had not yeah, destroyed yet. Yeah,
0: one of the one of the few battlements, <laughs> yeah. if not the only battlement that she hasn't destroyed yet. And the soldiers start throwing down their arms and they scream, and ring, "Ring the, the bells! bells! Ring, ring the, the bells!" bells! Bring like, the bloody one. Like, <laughs> y'all stop fucking playing, guys! Bring your shit! I'm not trying to die. I fucking do this. Let's go! And um,
1: they're throwing down all the arms. Obviously, their white flag is being raised. And like during this whole time, you get that feeling that okay, shit, oh, oh, like they they have surrendered, but are they gonna ring the bell on time before Danny decides so, to go crazy? So for me,
0: when this scene was going down, I was thinking, you're right. I was thinking. Are they gonna ring the bells in time? Is someone gonna I was thinking is someone gonna make a move. What's gonna What's gonna happen? And they rang the bells. I'm like, oh man, they actually got I'm to. Like, oh,
1: thank you, Jesus. It happened. Okay. And N- Danny's no just is gonna looking die.
0: out to the city and she, visually fucking pissed. Yeah, she at she gets. Everything.
1: I think I think what really turned it for it was she got a she got a full on glimpse of the red keep mm-hmm. and everything that's happening. And from there, she just to, I think because you know I was gonna it. point
0: that out. She looked at the red keep, and I feel like. That looking at the castle and knowing Cersei was in there, and it, it must have been that switch. It was, it just went off. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was, you know, you know, fuck this place. Um, I'm the only Targaryen that left, I guess, and this place has been no, you know, brought nothing but pain to me and uh, the rest of my family. Fuck it.
1: All she saw at that moment it was, was Masande saying Drakaris mm-hmm. That's all she saw. Very true. And then, um, what did she do?
0: And like I was saying... Um, she
1: fucking Dracarysed that whole bitch.
0: Well, anyways, we'll get into that because the bells obviously start ringing. They finally start ringing. Um, and Alex, you're right. At this point, this is when the decision was made. All right. The surrender yeah. has, has been made. She knows the surrender has been made. The bells are going off. They don't want no more smoke. Um, and then she takes the fuck off. Yeah, she's like, you know what? Fuck all this. And what we see here is we actually see Brand's Vision from mm-hmm. season
1: It was from five s- yeah no season six. From season six uh when he's leaving um Right leaving right. the the uh, three We raid. see Brand's vision from season mm-hmm. five. I think that, I think that's the, the whole door episode the, the Hold the door episode yeah, actually. Yes it was
0: it was the whole the door episode and you season see Drogon silhouette six, flying five. over the city. Um and we all knows Wedding ensues. Absolute
1: yep. fire and fucking... Now, blood. for a second there, they, they kept giving you shots of Drogon looking down like he's about to flame people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. So, yeah, the oh, whole time, like, okay, you're thinking, do she's, not she's, like she's not gonna do it. She's, she's not gonna do it. Yeah, she's, she's not, not gonna, gonna do it. it. Please don't do it. And then, next thing you know, she turns the corner and... and then, you get the Jacaras going... And, and flames
0: every... And at that moment, I, although
1: I knew what's happened, my mouth still drops. Yeah, my, my mouth, I was like, And I remember I looked at you, mouth, both of us, (laughs) mouth agape, just. And again, I knew I knew
0: it was going to happen. I knew this point was going to happen, but I still held
1: out hope for my Khaleesi that
0: you know her coin still hasn't landed yet.
1: Yeah, I I'm 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 right there with you. Like I, I, the cards were set up for this to happen. Everything was set up for this to happen, Mm -hmm. and I had a very very good feeling Mm -hmm. that it would happen, but I just never. And I never accepted it in my bones. I never accepted I the, accept the it, fact that it was I accepted it, this episode happen. better for me. And, and then after, when it happened.
0: And mm. after, after you know, Danny obviously starts flaming up the innocent people of, of <laughs> the King's Landing, uh, Grey Worm throws a spear in the slaughtering suit. Yeah,
1: he's like, all right, yeah. Well. Um,
0: and John's trying to hold his boys back, and Grey Worm kind of looks at him side-faced. And yeah. Is like, this Yo, dude, what's up? What's up with you dogs? You're riding the queen? Um, and we get some of the nastiest kill shots in this dude. Uh, we get, dude gets his arms cut off. I'm pretty sure Duke dude gets, gets his, half his body cut Duke off. Dude gets
1: Barrett Nondarian. Uh, absolutely yeah, crazy Duke, shit. Dude gets his hand cut off. His hands, not hand. Both of his hands cut off. Like, and I think another dude got his head cut off. Yeah, Ooh. I'm saying some gnarly. This crazy. is, crazy. absolute anarchy. And it was like back absolute to back to back.
0: Amazing, amazing by Miguel Sapochnik uh, when it comes to actual, absolute cinematography for this. Um, and like I said, Danny's burning this bitch down. I will say this, like I said, I, like I just said, if you know, the battle was closer, and it came down to it. Yeah, fucking, bl- flame the city, Danny. Yeah,
1: but the, but the, the fact that won. they
0: surrendered is a little different. The battle was you won. didn't need to do you didn't this. need to do it, but just like John didn't need to bend the knee. Anyway, yeah, exactly, he, um, exactly. Yeah, like said the bells were clearly ringing. So,
1: and like you said, like John did is. Did you
0: really? But Danny, did you really have to torch the whole city, girl? <laughs>
1: No, she she didn't, but she did again. The and, Danny
0: slander campaign has been completed. and like
1: you just said earlier, John is desperately trying to stop his men from fighting because he knows that yeah they surrendered, like this this is their surrender. Why are we still killing these people? Yeah, who he knows he knows down this is wrong. And, and again, can, well,
0: I don't care what John thinks because he could have prevented uh, this. But like honestly. That's, that is true.
1: But you can see in his face though that this is the point where he's he's thinking, okay, yeah. At At this point, I think it was been passed. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he is still one of my favorite characters. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and this is the moment when all this is happening, and he sees Danny flying around, flaming everybody. He needs to be king. This is the yeah. This is the time where he decides to step up and be. He's the only one that can save these people. All right, you know what? I got this. Um,
0: And like I said, during this during this whole scene, we get obviously dragon flame people getting crisped. Buildings falling, absolute, absolute anarchy. And you kind of, you do get a cool visual actually. It's uh, this little girl hiding behind a wall, and while she's hiding, hiding, you see in the background uh, soldiers killing people, mm-hmm. people getting flamed, girls getting raped. And you, saw one
1: girl, you saw one lady get her throat cut.
0: Oh my gosh! And it's absolutely, oh like we're saying just what is going on? What these dragons are brought to King's Landing? It's ab- it's, it's insane.
1: This is another thing that Miguel Sapotnik is. Amazing at doing with He's Bringing hell to life. He's, he's show, yeah, he's showing you just how terrible war is. Now, of course, we don't fight our battles like this anymore, but just the fact it
0: ain't any prettier. I guarantee it's it. not
1: any. No, it's not. And he, he's he's showing you just the devastation and the just the absolute fucking chaos that and, happens. And, the, the and blood what lust.
0: dragons can bring, like what? like like, uh, was it Waith or Quaithe? What like the Quaithe said. Quaith. What Quaithe said. Um, for dragons are, f- are fireborn flesh and fire, fire, made, fire yeah. is power
1: yeah, yeah for um because um, men lust after power and f- dragons are fire made flesh and fire is power beautiful shit man mm. and I wish we would have saw her more than just in that her, what two quick scenes yeah. from season two I saw actually it was, cool. was
0: like pe- like people uh, the writers forgot about but anyways whatever. I saw um, um, but what I wanted to get into the next
1: scene it was the Jamie versus Euron battle or mm-hmm. fight. Um, what did you think of this? You know what? I actually really like this battle, honestly. It was because it came out of nowhere and was not expecting this to happen, but yeah, Euron's it was a good back is, and forth. I
0: thought, um, you kind of notice Jamie really can't fucking fight. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's really bad.
1: Um, luckily for him, he was armed with Valyrian Steel, yes, up was. north, and all he had to do was just kind of swing tap, it back and forth, tap, tap yeah. <laughs> yeah, just. Just just, just swing that bitch back and forth um, and then these guys these but why, why is Euron claiming he's a king? Well, I mean, technically he is. Well, I don't think he's ever crowned. There's no wedding. Cause nah, but, you, just
0: because you fucked the queen doesn't make him a king. Fuck well, well, I mean,
1: Jamie he, fucked the queen. He, he's not a king. But he was named King of the Iron Islands.
0: We don't we don't accept that here. We don't accept
1: that at I mean, the
0: Shadow Tower.
1: I mean, that is true. I mean, and his I I wouldn't say that he's a king. He's not he's not a king in my book, mm-hmm. but in His and his own mind,
0: technical Westerosi history, I guess he's technically king, and the
1: fact that he was democratically named, and I put I put air quotes around democratically named king's
0: moods bullshit, but yeah, but Jamie gets some solid punches. He actually gets a solid throat punch in, which I imagine had to hurt like fuck. Yeah, he punched the fuck out of Um, his throat. But as you know, Jamie ends up killing Duran and before he
1: dies, he says, "Another king for you,
0: but I got you, fucking crazy bastard." I mean, (laughs) that sounds crazy, Uncle. He stabbed
1: him twice. And I did, I'm not going to lie, I did kind of like that line where when he looks up at his, he says, I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister, which he technically, I guess he technically did because if, no, I'm, th- I'm
0: not crediting, crediting to kill to, to no, I'm,
1: I'm, I won't, I'm, I'm not going to give him the credit either, but I mean, if, if their rubble wouldn't have fallen on Jamie and Cersei, then he would, would have, have most died. likely bled out. Most likely, yeah, so, you're right. You're right. I mean, I guess technically he killed him, but he was still alive when he was with mm-hmm. Cersei. And so Kyron
0: Ky- so so. comes up to Cersei and is just like, pack it in the like, woman. It's over. Like, let's go, bitch.
1: It's time to go. <laughs> We're about to die. You know, at this go.
0: point, she finally accepts it. Uh, and they escort her out. Begrudgingly esc- accepts it and escorts her out. And at this point, the re- again, Danny is. is pretty much
1: doing a Heron Hall two in this place. Pretty much. Because
0: it looks just like it. When she's flying around, this
1: place is smoldering.
0: It looks like obviously Dragon Flame's been to
1: just it. think how much worse this would have been if she had all three dragons.
0: Oh my God. It wouldn't even been a con it wouldn't even been a contest, which honestly, why not? Yes, yeah, she could have helped. We could have gotten rid of the stupid Beyond the Wall episode last season. Was it last season? Mm-hmm. We could have got rid of that. had Cersei hand or have Danny handle Cersei in one episode, and then have the Night King have a bigger plot. Um, but then again, that's my own personal issue. Um, but yeah, this place looks like Hall and Sandor and Arya share a nice moment yeah, at this point because like, the, the place is coming down.
1: It's it's coming down. They're they're standing in the uh, in the room where the painted table would be. If yeah, they, they're, if they were. the
0: new painted table of
1: Westeros, and um, you could tell like Sandor he. He actually, he truly cares for Arya.
0: Yeah, this is like a father-daughter. Yeah. Scene, Th- this
1: man. is like yeah, exactly. The father, he he truly cares for it, and and only the way that Sandor the Hound can can, can actually it. care for somebody.
0: And and Arya before before he leaves says, Sandor, thank you. Yeah, and that, obviously that was has learned a lot from this motherfucker.
1: That that was her finally acknowledging, not the Hound, not 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 some some crazy cutthroat, not 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 one of Joffrey's dogs, like. She acknowledged the Hound mm-hmm. as an actual person. N- Sandor as an actual yeah. person. Yes. Yes. Excuse me. Sandor. Um, so, the,
0: so the next scene we do get after after Sandor says, "Arya, if you come with me, you're gonna die here. You don't want to be like me."
1: And um, um I heard, I heard, I uh, heard this earlier. This is a, a pretty cool um little little back and forth they had here with uh, when he says, "You don't want to like, do you want to be like me?" And that's kind of Arya went went was there with the intention of fulfilling her list of, of killing that killing the mountain and killing Cersei and her leaving and her acknowledging Sandor and leaving was her giving up that hatred that she had all that she had always had in her towards, towards these people, her giving up those names on her list to, instead of bring death to try and save for, for me, save that scene, from death. I took that scene. Honestly, as soon as she
0: left the red keep, I was thinking, oh, well shit, Arya can't kill Cersei now. I bet she's gonna try to kill Danny. Cause <laughs> after this, this is when Arya started running through the city and experiencing the hell that is mm-hmm. Dragonflame. Yeah. Um but we do the very but next scene, we do finally get we finally the get anticipated it. meetup of the Clagain Bowl.
1: Motherfucking Clagain Bowl. Um what did you think about this? What, were you happy with how how it played out? I I was. I, I really liked this scene, especially when it started off and Drogon, you know, blasts the Red Keep and all that rubble falls down and the mountain protects protects her. Right. You know, we, we see other Queen's Guard guys just getting just getting, leveled. Yeah, We see one dude yeah. just like fall over and his neck pretty much snaps all the way in half. Crazy.
0: Um, one thing I wanted to get is, you know, after obviously these people were smashed by rubble, the hound walks up and Cersei says, Sir Gregor, stay by my side. And he looks at her. And then Kyra comes up and
1: says, listen to your queen, damn it. And... He's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, who are you, dude? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? He grabbed this dude by his neck. Blew out the whole the back, back of his head. And then threw him halfway then down the And threw him fucking 20 feet. Like it was nothing.
0: And then Cersei notices this, and is just... She's like, yeah. I'm gonna just scoop right on past this. Like, I don't have no qualms with either
1: you. Like, yeah, you know what? Um... <sighs> I'm just I, gonna go. She can read a room. Obviously, going I'm just gonna go. Um, y'all can y'all do your thing. I'm out.
0: But yeah, I was very happy with this fight. Um, it was it was pretty cool because one the hound was getting in very good licks. Um, obviously you see how strong the mountain is. Um, one thing I did want to point out is when the mountain was about to squish the hound's head like Oberyn. Yeah, that. Why didn't he go for the head a long time ago? Like I feel like we learned this in Infinity War. <laughs> you know, Probably just because you he should aim for the head.
1: He was toying with him because he knew, li- literally everything that Sandor did to him was ineffective. And I'm so talking he, he about just, when
0: I'm one-on-one combat, I would try to slice his head off. I mean, he's I no mean, way he can keep fighting if he he, got, if he doesn't have a head.
1: That's true. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's true because clearly we saw he got stabbed in the eye. Like I'm pretty sure the blade went all the way through the back of his head, and oh, yeah. he just took a step back and. One well, thing I also wanna
0: point out is the mountain new mountain looks like Zordon. <laughs> <laughs> I like, never thought about that. Yes I, he does. I wow. was wondering when he's about to communicate with the Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> does he not look just like Zordon? but I that
1: was tight. That that was tight. But uh the next scene we do get is jer as Jamie and Cersei meet up. Oh also, um I just want to bring this up really quickly. Um, before we get Cleganebowl, and uh, when Sandor walks up and he's like, "Your Grace, hello, Big Brother," and then you see four Queensguard guys storm him, and he just dispatches this dude. Yeah, as I was gonna say, like, that armor ain't shit. I'm thinking these guys, these are Guard like these are supposed to be the best of the best, and Sandor just absolutely carried
0: him away like it's nothing, which goes to show you how good the Hound is. So yeah,
1: he, he made these dudes um, light work. But
0: we do get the Jamie Cersei meetup, and honestly. I thought it was kind of sweet. I thought it was nice. I was like, and I, I hate mean, to say it, I because she, for me, Cersei at this point, you never the only time you've ever seen Cersei like this was at her, in her walk of atonement. Mm-hmm. But this was like, and I even felt bad for Cersei at that point, even though she deserves it. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, all right, <laughs> legit. The ceiling, the the sky is falling on, him, on her, and she sees a familiar face yeah, from the is. past,
1: and the you, person that she came into this world with. And there I saw that, and me. I was thinking. I mean, that was kind of sweet. That was sweet.
0: I, I, I and I hate myself for liking it, to be honest. Oh,
1: with Oh man, almost, almost forgot. Uh, we, just really quickly uh, go back into to, a, to Bowl. So we're talking how, like, pretty much everything that Sandor did was ineffective towards the mountain. He, you know, stabbed him in the stomach. He's slicing this dude all, you know, all the way up. He, he stabbed him in the eye with a knife. Nothing was working. And the only thing that was able to take down the mountain was the same thing that scarred Sandor as a child was fire, mm-hmm. and it makes and, and which I mean it makes it's sense. very poetic. It's, it's very poetic. Like Sandor came the the first thing of Sandor that we know was his brother throwing his face into into a fire because he was playing with one of his toys, and now Sandor takes him out by throwing him and himself into a gigantic fire. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I thought like you said it was very very poetic. But then sorry, go back to and, what you were. Uh, oh yeah.
0: For. So um we do get the Jamie Cersei meetup. Um although I'm not happy with how Cersei went out I was I honestly I was hoping for something better, just to be honest. Um I, I was felt- too I felt maybe she, she deserved to get devoured by dragons. She deserved to be executed or... I don't know. Just She had too sweet of a, a, a death scene for me. After everything that she's been
1: built up to be, I thought I needed a little bit more for her death. I mean, I, I'm i right there with you because I'm of the same mind. Because when when Joffrey died back in season four, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of upset of the way he died. I wanted went, I went him... To be, because Joffrey is number one on my shit list, like forever mm-hmm. and ever. Joffrey is number one, and so I wanted him to die the most gruesome death possible, like something akin to what Oberyn had to go through, something, some crazy like that. And when he died, I was a little bit disappointed. I was, but, I was happy with how
0: Joffrey died.
1: I mean, now looking back now, of course, I'm like yeah, this that that was fantastic. He, he died in his and in, in his mother's arms. He, he, two shitty people. Lying there when Mm -hmm. I'm dying, but this, you know, death with Cersei, I heard uh, something that makes me at least like a little bit more. And we've known Cersei since the very beginning. She's been shitty since, (laughs) since the jump. And is her, her going out the way she did her with, with no, like no glory, like unceremoniously, she's just buried under some rubble in a cave somewhere. Like that is I heard someone say that that was the way that she should have gone out. That that's what she deserved. She didn't deserve nah, any any type of She did not need
0: no glory, but she could just, have been tortured. She could have gone out the same way she, she took out that uh, high septum. She could have, on. you know, been starved to death and you know barely kept alive. There's a lot of ways surgery could have I mean, gone out. I think she went out too quick, and I was under the impression she was either going to get obviously eaten alive or tortured in some way. Yeah. That's the only thing I wanted more, or even choked out. But again, that prophecy wasn't explicitly mentioned. But
1: also, um, me. something that came up. Um, apparently, you could, and in, in one of these shots here, you could see um, when when they're embr- when Jamie and Cersei are embracing, you could see Jamie's real hand, his his actual like his actual hand, like embracing Cersei in one of these shots. I went back and looked through it like six times, hmm. and I couldn't see it. They probably edited it out already. <laughs> they, it's already they yeah. might have. But um,
0: but one thing about the Hound and Mountain scene is it's a mirror of what Arya is going through in the yeah, city. Exactly. So every time there's a big hit yeah. on Sandor, you see it, Arya then dodging. It switches to Arya. A, yeah. You know Arya dodging uh-huh. a building. You know Sandor gets thrown down. Yeah. Switches Arya. Yeah. It's, yeah. And you know. it's, it's really cool back and forth. And one thing I did want to point out is while there, while Danny is yes setting flame to the city, there are caches of wildfire exploding all
1: yeah. around the city. So, this city was fucked either way. Yeah, either way. And also, one minor thing that I noticed is... Dragon flame trumps wildfire? I feel like it's probably about the same. No, yeah, it trump's, trumps wildfire. But, um... When John is standing there, like, watching Daenerys do all this, and he's, and he's seeing literally the three buildings in front of him explode because of wildfire, he just... Just there and doesn't move. John he, he yelled just, a
0: dragon in the face. You think that's going to phase him? John's all right. This dude's I'm, not scared of nothing. That's true. That's, <laughs> like, what? What? How he, is he going to? He, is he is has literally
1: react? been killed and come um, back to life. And so, yeah.
0: And like we're saying, again, it's kind of back and forth. Arya's going through the city, more Connor just sues, yada, yada. And then the reigns of Cashmere again starts playing mm-hmm. as, you know, the dungeons of the Red Keith fall on. On or something. and also so.
1: um, with um, the musical score in this in this episode, you hear a lot of uh, familiar themes throughout. Um, you you hear um, you hear of course the the reigns of Castamere. You hear the uh, the song that was playing at the uh, at the beginning of Winds of Winter when um and she blows up the Sept. Mm-hmm. You, you hear that one. Um, bit, yeah. You hear um, another one of a uh, Daenerys's songs when she's uh, flying on the dragon. But all of the songs are like twisted and warped to to show that all of like every, everything, everything's been corrupted, and like all, all these, all these musical scores have been corrupted just to show the corruption and the chaos that's that's going on in King's Landing right now.
0: And just kind of picture, or just show you what kind of chaos is going on, you see Arya kind of wa- wake up, and the remains, or I guess the after effects of Dragon Flame is kind of showing. As you see, Ash mm-hmm. is falling on the city, and it's yes. very reminiscent of snow, which I like. To, again, Darth plays has pointed out numerous times dragons and and white walkers are two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. so you know when the white walkers bring their storm it snows and after the dragons bring their storm it, it snows ash uh, yeah so i thought that was a really really cool parallel and um we kind of see again confirms the vision that danny had in the second season when mm-hmm. she's in the house of uh, the end dying she's in the throne room and she sees the red key obviously blown in And what is falling is either snow or ash, and again, it confirms it's ash. Yeah, it's it's
1: confirmed now that it's ash.
0: And she's seen this happening, and again, even in that vision, she never gets to sit on the throne. Mm -mm. She's about to touch it, and she's called away to another room. So, it's really exciting to see what's going to happen in the the last episode then.
1: um, Also, Arya probably should have died, like, six times. Numerous times. times. During this, because she gets knocked out and then wakes up like three different
0: times. Yo, and yo, where did this horse come from? Also, like, cause this has to be like a metaphor, which is really funny. Well, it has
1: to be a metaphor for something. I right? noticed this on the second watch. That horse is definitely the same one that Harry Strickland was riding at the very beginning. When, when all of this kicked I off, I don't know
0: how a horse survived all that.
1: I don't know how, how they did it but you can see, um, when you, when you're watching it from the very beginning, the horse that Harry Strickland's on, it has very distinct markings on its nose and when, you, when Arya wakes up for the third time, <laughs> after Yo, almost getting she killed. She does not die. She, I mean, she's the master of death. You can't kill death. But then again, Arya killed the embodiment of death. So now she's the embodiment of death. So now she's death. the embodiment of death. Again,
0: we already went over yeah. our, our Deathly Hallows theories for this
1: woman. So. And again, weren't, weren't you talking about something with the white horse of death? Yeah, so I saw this too, um, which kind of makes sense. Um Arya wakes up and the only thing that she's only living thing that she sees around is this white horse which is from from what I've seen from other people is very reminiscent of one of the um, the horsemen of the apocalypse the the pale horse of death which would make sense for Arya being that she studied under the god of death and then killed the embodiment of death. So and this kind of shows that Arya oops. is the actual harbinger yeah. Yeah. And, of death now. and maybe this is signaling her bringing the apocalypse to Danny. And like you said earlier, she's, oh, she's going to be definitely the one going to kill Danny. D-
0: the whole time she's running around the city and seeing what this dragon's doing,
1: her dissent and hate for Danny only grows. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the girl that got flamed up right beforehand was the same girl who Varys was talking to in the beginning and the one who was running around King's Landing the, the entire time trying to stay safe. Who Arya runs into like four times.
0: I really don't think that's the same girl.
1: It, it, it's the same girl because you see her with the, I get. I can't really tell what it was, a horse or whatever animal, whatever carving of animal but How did she was. get from Dragonstone
0: to King's Landing?
1: You know what, that's a good question. I didn't even think yeah, about it's that. It's not the same girl. No, but it, it's 100% the same girl. It is. And then it's another. Episode. It is one hundred. Right. It is one hundred percent the same. Word for but it. I don't know um, why she would because you're because you're right. She wasn't Dragonstone. I don't know why she would have been I'm in King's take, Landing. Like I
0: said, I'm, I'm taking your word for it, bro. um But as you know, uh the episode ends with Arya riding the the apocalyptic white horse of death into the sunset. Um, and we then obviously we get the um, the flash forward of what can, what we can expect from next from mm-hmm. next episode. So what,
1: Alex? I know all our prophecies are shit, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is gonna
1: happen? The only thing that I'm even gonna attempt to try and predict is that is gonna kill Danny.
0: Or I at predicted least
1: that. Yeah. You, and you, you you predicted that. And I'm just going to piggyback off of that because I have I have nothing else. Right, Everything well, I've I'm said has been
0: elaborate. shit. i to elaborate. At least, you know, you, you, know you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So I'm going to at least take one. Um, again, I think Arya is going to kill Danny. I think what's going to happen, I don't know if Danny's going to kill John, but. Obviously, there's going to be some type of fucked up shit that's going to happen between John and Danny because yeah. this shit can't fly. Yeah, no.
1: Um, and then one thing: Wh- what's going to happen with Sansa now? Because oh,
0: Sansa's dead.
1: Like <laughs> Sansa's super dead. Because if John doesn't take care of of Daenerys now while she's in King's Landing, only yeah. thing she's going to do is go north because she knows that Sansa betrayed her. So she's not just going to let someone yeah Sansa's dead sit up there and, um, and chill. And they have no army, so it's not like they can protect themselves.
0: But yeah, like like I was saying, Arya's gonna kill Danny. I think Danny and John, that's gonna be a problem, obviously, and <sighs> I don't know, man. Shit. I guess we got one more episode yeah, we to got more it. I'm like I said, I gave it an eight eight and a half initial watch, eight point nine second
1: watch. So I was happy with that. I know a lot of people didn't didn't fuck with it, but I was okay with it, so my first watch, I gave it a seven and a half. Second watch, I bumped it up to an eight, but honestly, talk sitting here talking through it again right now. Yeah, this this is this is a really good episode. I'm I I give it a I give it an eight eight and a half. So you're just
0: talking half. through it went from your worst episode you've seen to an eight and a half.
1: Yeah, so so, so I need I need to talk through it and and get, and and get all my thoughts out, and have someone bounce bounce off me and 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 see Mm -hmm. what's happening that's all i needed well uh you're fucking with the brothers i am mike hill made it and i am darth hilius
0: you can find me on instagram there and if you uh you know want to check out my funny tweets
1: follow me on twitter at hill underscore yeah and that's y-e-a-a and you can also follow me on twitter and instagram at darth underscore hilius give your boy a shout yeah I leave know. us a comment
0: yeah you know, know. Um, if you if you want to leave us a comment fucking leave us a yeah, comment leave us a you know comment, we won't hate
1: it give us a rating give, um, give us a review You know? also
0: follow us on instagram at man underscore gossip we got a lot of funny memes and uh we know game of thrones is coming to an end so we got a couple different ideas of what we want to do to continue the podcast and even branch out from there so uh just stick with us but we, please believe you.
1: there will still be a uh, game of thrones memes because yeah those, those are die. golden yeah those, the, don't those die. will never die, and th- those are golden. So there will be, w- once this is all said and done, we will still be here, talking something about Thrones, because mm-hmm. there, there's always something to talk about.
0: And like we're saying, you're you're listening to the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones. That's Tales from
1: the Shadow Tower. Michael Beta, can we say that one more time?
0: The greatest podcast though that ever was or will be though the about Game of Thrones. The what? Tales from the Shadow by man guys so it's a couple guys being dudes talking about things we like fuck you b uh tune in <laughs> next week as we break down the final the episode final episode
1: also i want to give a Game shout out to my dude my, my dude spencer my, my guy spencer wright that's my homie right there we went to college back back in the day at uncw i know you i know you've been listening i know you wanted me to give you a shout out i want to let you know hey man i'm, I'm listening to you
0: and yeah, we, we treat our loyal fans right so
1: um, stick with us next week. We got a great episode coming for mm-hmm. you. The the last episode of the series. It's here, guys. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. We've been doing well. We haven't been doing this podcast since 2011, but we've been a part of this Thrones family since the beginning. Since the beginning, which is crazy. You joined in as season six. Don't lie to these people. That is true. Anyway, that is true. This, but we we vlog the man hours. This cultural phenomenon has been going on. For almost a decade now and it's coming to an end and it's it's crazy like it's 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 sad but you know, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna work through it but that's it for us we're gonna we're gonna take it up take it in it's, it's getting cold up here so we're gonna take it in tonight and uh see you guys later peace